Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham. Scott is alongside, as always. Hello, Scott. Sean, I'm happy to be here today. I'm having a good time. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It is the Saturday afternoon here of the 2019 Gay National Spiel slash Over the Rainbow Bond Spiel for the Ottawa Rainbow League. They've combined it, as they do every year, uh, not necessarily in Ottawa, but they combine these two events, a uh, local bond spiel with the Nationals. And we're here, Scott. Yeah, Sean, two spiels for the price of one. Uh, not a bad deal, I'd say. Yeah, and nobody was here to ask for a ticket. Even better. We, snuck, we snuck right in. Uh, we're able to go to the bar, get a beer, and... Uh, now we're recording a pod. Now we're recording a pod. So we're here, uh, it, last time it was in Ottawa was 2015. Now it's back here in, in 2019. We are, it, it's March right now. We are obviously not in March because we run this. Uh, but the, the event takes place every year, late March. And teams here from across the country. So there are, are gay leagues across the country. But um, Vancouver's here, Edmonton's here, Calgary, Saskatoon, Winnipeg. Toronto, Montreal, Halifax, St. John's. And Ottawa. And Ottawa, of course. So uh, 16 teams in the Nationals. I have no idea how many teams are in the Over the Rainbow Spiel. But I don't know, Scott. What, so we're here. We, we pl- it's the Ottawa Curling Club. We play here normally. That's right. What did you expect? Because you, you and I have never been to one of these. No, we, we haven't. I uh, was expecting sort of what we walked into, Sean. It's, it's a bond spiel. You know, uh, the, the, there's a lot of fans sort of watching at the at the glass. A lot of people upstairs, from what I'm told. We haven't gone upstairs. I haven't gone upstairs yet. Uh, but we came just as one of the draws was going on the ice. So yes. not a lot of people sitting in the in the clubhouse yet. Uh, we're recording just before these games are supposed to come off the ice. Yeah, but let's have a flip. So we wanted, we wanted to get in and make sure that everyone could hear us. Uh, but, you know, I, there's, there's like a yellow brick road theme yes for the over, over the, the rainbow, rainbow of course uh so we've got some uh, cardboard cutouts of dorothy the tin man uh scarecrow yes. uh, and the lion it's very uh, colorful lots of <laughs> lots of color lots of it's color really great club. yes uh and overall like uh, it doesn't strike me as very different from most other spiels no although i'm i'm reminded of hannah gadsby's one of her jokes from her specials where you know she, where she talks about she doesn't like the the rainbow flag yeah and how she chooses to express her her personality by way of a nap because the flag just makes her tired <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of color going on there's a lot going on a lot of people too like one of the things with the normal spiel that you know th- there's never fans right there's fans here which you don't get at a spiel lots so of that, fans yeah like uh, so that makes a difference certainly and uh, so yeah so the club's fuller than I think it would normally be in the middle of a day of a bond spiel yeah and uh given that there's nationals on the line yes uh yeah you've got fans coming in there's teams from all over the country as you mentioned uh yeah and they're they're fighting their way in so the way that the spiel works for nationals is a uh it's a double knockout bond spiel format yes into a page into a page. so there's two qualifiers from a there'll be two qualifiers from b 
they'll play in the one, two, and three, four matchups respectively. So where we sit right now, Sean, we're still trying to find out who those three and four qualifiers will yeah, be. Yeah, so the it's it's Saturday. So the, the spiel started Thursday morning. They run all day Thursday, all day Friday, and we have our A winner. So we have the one, two game settled. Two teams from Toronto actually mm-hmm. are going to be in the one, two game. And now we're battling out the, the games that are going out there right now are going to determine who are in those 3-4. Uh, the 3-4 game, I was going to say games, but two games to determine. Two games to in, determine in the one. 3-4. And then there's also consolation stuff because, similar to what we used to have with the Briar and the Scotties, there's a, it's not quite relegation, but because there's 10 leagues that can qualify teams... Uh, and only so 16 I, spots. Only 16 spots. We learned that it used to be when it was only eight leagues... Every league could send two teams. Now they can't. So the bottom leagues will only get to send one. That's so right. So you have to go through and determine who now is going to ultimately get to send two teams. Yeah, Sean. Uh, so a little bit of intrigue even at the uh, bottom end of the of the draw. Yeah, and, and then of course you have the normal over the rainbow bond spiel, and this is pool play, where the teams I believe play three games to get slotted in. Yeah, it's a points point yes. spiel. And then you get slotted in, and uh, you know the guys who I play with on Thursday nights are playing in, on the ice right now, mm-hmm. uh, so they're involved in this, and uh, it's interesting. So I think we, we haven't asked. I mean, one of the questions that I think people ask a lot is, you know, why? Not not well, why? Sure, but we can talk about why. But also, like, it's sort of how do you know the people are gay who are playing in it, right? Like, I know Lee. Nantha, who we, we, we were talking to a bit, he jokes a lot about the uh, test to make sure that everyone is actually gay. Um, but it's more of a sort of a self-identification yeah, system yeah. here. But with the over-the-rainbow bonds on the normal league on Sundays, it's just anybody. Like anybody sure. can play in it. It's, it's just sort of an open, fun, don't-be-a-jerk type league basically. yeah it's uh lgbtq and allies right exactly allies are are more than welcome uh i know we've talked a bit about the the glitter bombs field that happens in the u.s yeah. uh, down in in washington it's the same idea right it's allies it's yeah. uh you know uh there's no there's no test you have to pass no you can just play yeah yeah the rule is essentially yeah don't be a jerk yeah and we'll let you in yeah and uh, the all-inclusive atmosphere is really great i'm uh i'm really having a good time here so we're gonna try and talk to some people we're gonna talk to some players the defending champions are here from ottawa we think we'll try and get that we'll uh, get joey the skip for there we think we'll try and get organizers uh both the national level the local level we just got a vibe yeah, for what the spiel is. So, uh, give all the listeners a little taste of uh, yeah. what it's like to, Absolutely. to so, come to uh, one of these spiels. So yeah, so the the three the, the two t- games to get in that three four game are about to start. So let's uh, let's watch. Yeah, let's get our vantage point. And see what happens. Get yeah, our make seats. sure we get good seats here because it's as we say way busier than we expected. Sure. All right, so we're here, Joey Taylor, defending champion at the Nationals. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So you won last year, and it's your second time winning. Yes. Right? So what what does winning this event entail? Like like in terms of caliber for a club level curler like us and a lot of the listeners, like where would you rate it? Um, I'd say it's, the competition's pretty good. It's gone. We won first time in 2011. Um, I think the competition has gone a lot better as the leagues have kind of matured and the players have have kind of put more effort into the nationals. So it's grown a lot as an event. So the caliber has grown as well. So. Um, where it would fit, I would say probably a good, um, a good competitive league, like a league, like a weak league. Yeah, like a cash league. Like a cash league, a yeah, exactly. Cash league, yeah. yeah. 
So like maybe maybe like that. What's that one out in? Is it in Edmonton at the, the Savile Center? The Savile Center, like the crazy good club, like that, like that league that people talk about, like the Super League. <laughs> the Super Edmonton? League. So yeah. maybe so maybe not that one. And and, and the Ottawa also has a strong cash league on Wednesday. So maybe maybe more like the Thursday men's league if you're going to compare to those than the okay. cash. Okay. But ha- and then but what's the difference? Because I know the team you're playing with now isn't the team you normally play right. within the the Rainbow League here. So so how do you go about putting together a team for it? So we're Rainbow League here. Com- um, so a lot of the, mem- the member cities, this is their full-time team that they play with. Um, the Rainbow League is a bit more social and a bit more fun. So I think this team would be too competitive for that. So it's not the kind of the, the, like the mandate or the, the role of the league is to have that. It's just to gain like more curlers in. So um, so we go about, we play at a few bond spiels around the area. So there's bon- there's gay bond spiels in Toronto that we try to go to. And then we'll try to get a few games in on our cash league right. um, to prepare for the event. And for you guys, like obviously this year, this is your home club, so you know it, it, it's easy. Like, but when it's out in Vancouver or where was it last year that you won? In Calgary. In Calgary, so like there, there's expense in that, and yeah. there's investment. So, you know, how, how do you go about trying to put that together and, and arrange it? So we kind of know the schedule in advance. Um, so then we kind of plan for it in advance. So we try to get flights early, try to get the hotels. Um, early, so that kind of helps with the cost saving. Mm-hmm. Um, our league actually, um, if you qualify, pays your entry fee, which is about five hundred dollars. So that also helps um, a lot. Um, so yeah, but the the rest is kind of up to us. We don't have any sponsors or anything. It's not that kind of level of curling. So we just yeah try to prepare in advance and plan the best we can. Mm-hmm. What kind of player are you? I know we we Scott and I we've played against you before, so we have an idea. But we sort of where, where do you think your strength is as a player? Like, what's your strategy approach? For, like... And currently, just in general. Um, so I think I'm a better hitter than a drawer, okay. but um, with the five-rock rule, I've kind of had to practice more on that kind of soft game, um, and especially in, in this. So this is probably the event that we play that's the most competitive. Um, we also play in the, in the Challenge in Gatineau, which is another big event um, as a warm-up. Um, so those teams, you can't just hit your way out of things. You have to play a bit more finesse shots. So we've something we've kind of practiced in got better as as the year's gone on. Yeah, that challenge in Gatineau. There's good teams in there. Quite, yes. quite a good spiel, that, yes. that spiel. Eh? So that's yeah. pretty good tune-up for uh, you compared to most other teams. Mm-hmm. Do you think other teams are doing the same kind of preparation as you are, or is it more they're coming from their local league to this event for fun? I uh, know some teams actually take it very seriously. I, um, I know the Manitoba team here from Winnipeg actually went to the, made it to provincials, men's provincials at Hankard. Um, so some of them take it very, very seriously, even more than us. Yeah, but with all due respect to them, like 800 teams make it to the Manitoba <laughs> Tankard. Like, I, I feel like I could make it to the Manitoba <laughs> Tankard. There's so many teams in that thing. Yeah. Um, and, and, just, and just broadly, I mean, so what is the community here? Like, it, it seems like a lot of people come year after year and, and people know each other from across the country. Like, yeah. so what is the community vibe? So it's a really good vibe, especially if it's grown over the years. Um, so it's a lot of familiar faces that you see year to year. And, and that's basically the most part of it, the best part of it, seeing your friends from across the country that you don't usually see. Um, you see them w- once a year at nationals usually because everyone comes together because it, it brings everyone together. So, um, yeah. And, and does, do you think it, it, it resonates outside of the event itself? Like, so you have these leagues across the country. I know there's two new entries within the last couple of years, two new cities, yeah. which were, what was it, St. John's? St. John's and Saskatoon. And Saskatoon. Um, so two new entries, so, so these sorts of leagues are growing. Do, do, does it have a larger resonance just in general, you know, with just the larger movement for, you know, obviously same-sex marriage legal here for a while, but still there's sort of issues with 
just general acceptance and people being, you know, not jerks. Yeah. And like, like do, do these sorts of things help, do you think? I think so. I think it's important to have more diversity in the sport in any way that you can. Um, and of course, the, the gay curling has grown from a lot of member cities to now include Saskatchewan, St. John, or Saskatoon, St. John's. Um, New Brunswick is, is, I think Moncton is trying to open one. Yeah. And now there's one in the States. Um, so it's kind of like grassroots. It's really grown a bit broader. Right. Yeah, the glitter spiel. The glitter, the glitter bomb spiel yes. in yes. D.C., which I got to say, the real. photos from that were crazy. Um, and it looks like a lot of fun, sure does. I have to say. Um, so overall, so w when you play in this, though, like, what is your expectation? You mentioned there's a good community, but you're also the defending champion. Mm -hmm. Like, when, when you come in, is it sort of, we see what happens, we have fun? Or do you have, like, a... Sort of, I, I want to win. Yeah. Mentality. So this is our this is our briar essentially, right? So we're we're here to win, obviously. Um, we put a lot of time and practice in it um, for this event. There's lots of bond spiels across the member leagues across the the year that we go to. So those are more for fun and social. This one, although it's fun and social, we, we're after, ev everyone's here to win if you're playing nationals. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Joey. Thank you. So now we're here with Eddie Chow, who is the president of all the things. Hi, Eddie. Hi there. How are you? <laughs> so you are actually the president of the Ottawa Curling Club. I am. Uh, but generally speaking, you feel more like a, like the mayor of the Ottawa Curling Club. I, I do. I do. You know, you're always here, shaking hands, kissing babies, uh -huh. doing that kind of stuff. So, uh, so for you, so you are playing. Are you playing this weekend? I am. I still play tomorrow. Okay, and you are you're, but you're not in the national level. I'm not on the national the, level. At the same time, at, with nationals, there's also our regular bond spiel. Yeah, so you're so, in that one. Yes, I am. And you skip in that league. I do. Okay, so for you, what, like, what is the significance of that league every Sunday and now this this event every year, regardless of the national yes. side of it, like? this event every year, what does it mean? It, it really is a, a, a sport to promote community. So uh, it, we, uh, once upon a time, the league only had 10 teams uh, when I joined. Uh, we grew organically. At that time, I was a volunteer, and we grew it to 20 teams. So 20 teams was significant because it was a, a whole extra draw. So nowadays, there are 35 teams in that league, and there are three draws. So, uh, and buys. Yes, with buys. With buys. Perfect. So, so, I mean, there, there's a, obviously a financial ramification to this as you as the president of the club. Now, obviously, you don't have to talk about numbers, but this is an important, like, like for other clubs across the country that may not have something like this, yes. if you need to fill ice time, if you want to improve revenues, this is an obvious way to do it, right? Absolutely, but you, also, you will also see that we are also one of the major sponsors of this deal. Uh, uh, both the Ottawa Curling Club and the Rainbow Rockers are, are joined at the hip. Uh, I cannot imagine uh, one without the other. Right, which is problematic for me as like a Sunday person because I always tried to advocate for the Saskatchewan League getting Sunday ice time here <laughs> and was told that we couldn't because of the Rainbow League, which was problematic because I had to go all the way to Westboro, which was a pain in my... Yeah. You can always join our, our league. It's true, I could, but it's not Saskatchewan-centric. Uh, not Saskatchewan-centric. So, uh, so uh, for... But in general, like when you have these teams coming from across the country, yes. um, sort of what 
especially from places where maybe stereotypically, you know, the Calgary's, Edmonton's, even... Like, that, that's, like, that's the interesting part. Yeah, so, you may stereotypically think they are, yeah. but they'll, uh, very often uh, I observe that some of the, these people are very free to be who they are, and you will notice that they are the most exuberant uh, individuals here. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there was a team wearing kilts. Yes, that's a Vancouver. The West Coast team. Yes. Yeah, so they were out here wearing... But I mean, in Vancouver, you could wear one year-round, and <laughs> temperature-wise, you're fine. You can't get away with that in Edmonton. Your legs would freeze up. Um, so, for, for the club, yes. this also means shutting down regular leagues Thursday, Friday. Yes. Um, does, does that have any... Like, what, what are the, just the mechanics of that? Well, uh, it's planned way in advance, and uh, it is actually scheduled into the season for the uh, Rainbow Spiel during the year. We do that for multiple events. Uh, and you may or may not know that we also host uh, the Canadian Blind Championships. Yes. Uh, we, uh, we just uh, commit to certain groups who we have supported over the years, and we just schedule it into, into the league schedules. Yeah, and there's no pushback from members. So there's no pushback. No. We, we, still tr- we, we still try to give uh, all our members their, their number of uh, weeks of curling. Yeah. So. yeah, now as a member, though, on Thursday nights here, I have to say, we had a bye, and then there was a week off, yes. and then there was this. Yes. So, like, we, uh, my Thursday team doesn't play from February 28th to March wow. 28th, a full month. But I have to say, I'm not actually complaining about that. Uh, <laughs> Um, it works for some people because at, around this time there's also spring break. Yeah. So uh, historically we did not curl during spring break, so that happens to fall sometimes. Uh, St. Patrick's Day uh, weekend is usually when the spiel happens. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. And so the other thing too, uh, people across the country, I, I assume, will know this, and in the United States, but maybe you didn't see it. There was a fire next door. Oh, yes. Uh, oh my like, What six weeks ago? That's another reason why you didn't curl on a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. So so what what. I mean, what happened? There was no damage to the club, and, and I know I came in the Sunday after the fire just to check if I had to launder all the stuff that was in the locker if it stunk of smoke or anything. Right. And I didn't notice anything. But what, what was what was that like for you? We were very concerned. Uh, a number of us actually came down to the club uh, that day just to uh, just to check uh, what the situation was. Uh, luckily, uh, the only damage we suspect is some water damage because of the hoses spraying uh, onto the building that was on fire towards us. Which so, makes sense. Yes. Right. So, so, so in the summer, we'll do a full check of everything and Absolutely. make sure everything's on board. So, yeah, so there you go. So you play tomorrow. I do. And what, what, is, uh, what, what flight are you in? I, okay, uh, so I had uh, two wins and one loss, so, yeah. but we were a strong team, so we got a bye to the C semifinals. Okay, so, all, right. Yeah. all right. So then that's where the glory is. The glory. Uh, I always tell my friends, uh, whoever I curl with, I would love to win our last game. <laughs> exactly. Regardless of when that is. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Awesome. Well, good luck tomorrow, Thank Eddie. you very thank much. Thank you for the time. Thank I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, now we're upstairs here. Uh, Natalie Lloyd joins us. Welcome. Thank you very much. You're the coordinator to the stars. I'll mix, there we we'll go, mix coordinator to the stars. I like yeah. that. There's a lot of stars in here today. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so for you, what is sort of this process like to put all this together? This has been a labor of two years worth of work. So last year, while I was doing the normal rec uh, bond spiel, coordinating that, we were also on the back end coordinating this because right now we're hosting gay nationals. 
as well as a rec tournament called the Over the Rainbow Bonesville. So we started this two years ago, getting like venue set up for the, the banquet because all 172 curlers are going to be dining together in a few hours from now and getting that arranged yeah. and decor I, 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 and all I'm glad that. I'm not in the kitchen for that. Oh, like me that. too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, 172 top. Yeah. And it doesn't sound pleasant. No, it doesn't. Yeah. 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 And a lot of fussy eaters, hopefully. <laughs> not too many. <laughs> so, so you say like it's been a couple of years, but so, so the, the national event yep. goes around. It goes around. So, so every nine years, well, every eight years we get it. Now there's been two more cities added to uh, gay curling. So we'll get it every 10 years now. So right. the next time we have this will be 2029. Okay, so it's not like a bid. It's just an automatic. It's it an automatic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and so for the, so the logistics then this combined with the other like how much more work is it well we have to get more sponsorship that's the main thing is we need the money because unfortunately gay curling doesn't have a bank of money to say okay you're hosting nationals here's five thousand dollars to help you out to get started so we had to look at securing some more sponsors for this year uh, at a higher level than our normal uh, rec tournament Uh, and then the banquet itself is because normally we have it here during a regular bond spiel and then we just do two sittings but for this everybody's the curling stops and we all go and we have a big meal together so we're actually going to the ottawa police association and and having uh, our banquet over there um so the the main thing is also getting the ice getting the schedule because you're not coordinating one bond spill you're coordinating two bond spills at the same time and they're two different systems Mm -hmm. uh the nationals is a double knockout but now because there is there used to only be 16 cities well eight cities so everybody got two seats now we have more than that um we have 10 cities so people have to rank in a certain level to secure their two spots for next year if they're too low down they only get one seat so um we had to develop a way this year to uh, rank everybody from one to 16. Right. So we're the first group to have to do that. So we've set up a system, and we'll pass it on to Vancouver, who's hosting it next year, to help them out. And so that uh, means even more games and like more yeah, time so you need, what, more sheets. And, and what's nice is like last year, you could be on the national team. You're out there for Thursday, and you're out on Friday. Right. And there's still it's four it's a four day bond spiel. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, especially if you're flying right? across the country. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and spending hundreds of dollars if not close to a thousand dollars for travel food accommodation and everything Uh, and a lot of these teams that are here they don't have like sponsorship from their leagues or that or their league might just cover their entry free right you know yeah and that's it the rest their travel and everything is up to them so there's a lot of committed curlers who are here and and also it's the vibe right it's like you're getting to come to gay curling and everybody here we get the corny little jokes and inappropriate comments that we make on the ice and off sure. the ice and sure. everybody gets to be who they are like if they want to go up and hug their partner or hug embrace each other and hug nobody's like what's with those two men hugging it's like well <laughs> there are two men hugging and they're looking like they're having a great time <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so we, we've talked to a couple of people about that community vibe yeah. of it. 
Um, so it seems like with the elite, like sort of the national level, yeah. it's a lot of the, the same guys and girls come back a lot and there's yep. a community there. Yeah. But at the, the local sort of that grassroots level, what, what does it mean sort of the annual spiel? For the annual spiel, yeah. for the rec spiel, is it also gets people the chance to really uh, test out their curling legs, so to speak, and build their skills. Yeah. Because you're guaranteed on the rec side four games. Which is a lot. Yeah. For a spiel. Yeah. So yeah. that's... That's if you get knocked out right in your first qualifier. Right. If not, you could be playing up to seven, eight games. Right. Right? Which, like, I would not be prepared for. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if I would be prepared <laughs> for that. <laughs> and um, so if you're a beginner curler, bond spiels are the best way to really enhance your skills because it's not now once a week. And over these four days, you're hitting the ice, you're playing, you're getting to this like, oh, I couldn't get my draw weight. And get, that's okay, you're back on in a few hours so you can right. figure it out, right? Um, and you also have to deal with and figure out how to deal with the sore muscles and play through all that. And, yeah. Um, Notice a lot of stretching a lot of stretching, a lot of stretching is happening. Yeah. yeah, the hardest thing to do, I, I, I've tried to secure, I managed to do it for two years to have a, a massage therapist here. Ah. But very difficult to do. Uh, unfortunately yeah. uh, hopefully next year I'll have some luck at, at doing that but it just kind of fell to the wayside with everything else that you have to get organized right. yeah. and, and how would you situate the caliber of play obviously sort of the over the rainbow as you mentioned a rec league a rec league but still a lot of good competition happening at that rec league a lot of intermediate and a few competitive teams uh, looking at the pools that we have this year I would say there's maybe only a few true novice teams here and the rest of them they're not quite ready for nationals but they're still good competitors on the ice and what about the national level what, what national what level, level you're, you're seeing some more difficult shots you're seeing some excellent skills of uh, in the strategy of the game itself um, there's a lot of great curling happening you know and then you have some teams that you know are going to be difficult team we uh, Saskatoon they're a new league but they've come out in their first year uh, in nationals and they show like hey they're here to play right. uh, they're they're ready you know they're, they well, might I mean, it be... doesn't hurt they have a briar player on the exactly on the it doesn't team. it doesn't yeah. hurt at all no. you know ottawa uh we have uh, taylor was defending the title yeah. right unfortunately he got uh, bumped down and that just shows the caliber sure. it, nobody's going to come in here and it's nobody saying oh that city's going to walk away with it yeah. right and that's the nice thing about nationals, right? Because yeah. it sucks to go somewhere and you know who's going to get get it right away. Mm-hmm. Where here we have some fantastic competition happening. You have some shakeups that happen, and you're kind of going like, "Wow!" Like there's a lot of uh, some of our time delays that have happened over the weekend is um, ties at nationals. You can't have a tie; sure. they have to go an extra end, yep. right? So we're, we've had quite a few nine end games happen. Mm. So, yeah, that's that's impressive. It's real tight competition. Real tight competition. Yeah, which when you're playing that many games is the last thing you want us to play. <laughs> and the ice, uh, the ice has been a little bit challenging for some of the players because it uh, has a lot of swing to it. There's a lot of curl. Yes. And that makes it interesting because then something that's buried all of a sudden is no longer untouchable because right. if you figured out the curl on the ice, you could get to that buried stone. Yeah, and, and I do know, like, as a member here, that they yeah. did do the, the rocks. Yeah, before, just a few weeks ago. Which which really screwed everybody up. Like I liked it, like the actually. The shooting percentage, yeah. the first game back went yeah. way down yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Um, 
So just in general, for, for you, you know, how, how do you gauge this event in terms of a success? Like, it's like for you, it's what, been what fantastic. Yeah. Um, and that's all of the legwork from the committee. It's not just myself. I don't put this together alone. Uh, I have a group who meets. We start meeting in October, and we meet right through. We'll have a, a wrap-up meeting after this. There's seven people on that committee. Uh, there's over 20 some on volunteers who are here this weekend who are helping out. Uh, two members stepped up and said, hey, we would like to have some different entertainment options for this bond spiel. I said, fantastic, I don't know the entertainment. They organized all of the entertainment for the Thursday night, Friday night, uh, helped with getting the DJ for tonight, and then they have an after uh, for Sunday for those people who are still around, wow. uh, get together and, and, and continue the celebration. Um, the banquet itself, which is a huge piece of work, and I recommend it to the other cities who are hosting next year or hosting soon, get a group who will just take care of your banquet. Mm. It's like I've had four volunteers, one who's leading it, completely dedicated to that, and they just give me updates. Right. You know? That's so key, I'm not right? involved in it. Yeah. Right? It's like I'm not in there mucking my fingers and it saying, well, no, I want it this way, I want it that way. You cannot be the coordinator and be a control freak. Sure. You know, I, I, I'm going to control the things that I can and the rest of it, I'm just going to trust it. The other thing is we've been doing this for years now. I've, I'm the coordinator for this bond spiel for, this is my fifth year, maybe sixth. I think it's for sure my fifth. And um, there's certain things I just know now. It's like, okay, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. You know, like I have a, I have a, a member of the league who donates all the chips for us. Oh, and it's like, so yeah. there, there's all my chips for after the games yeah. that go out on the table, right? Uh, it's yeah. like, so it's all these little things that add up, but they all come together and it just works beautifully. Yeah, and so far, so good. So I mean, far, so good. Know, like, people are happy. Fingers the, crossed. And yeah, it's like the ice play has been good and the, like, just the, the way people are get, gathering and communicating and having fun. So there you have it, our foray behind the scenes of the 2019 Gay Nationals over there at the Ottawa Curling Club. The event is now over. Scott has gone home, and I am here to update you on the results of what ended up happening. So on the national side, in the final, we had a all-Toronto game with Glenn Newell and his team, which is Toronto 1, and his team of Lawrence Mudrick, David Jensen, and Mark Richardson going up against Toronto 2, skipped by Devin Martin with Anthony Pizzetti, Steph Johns, and J.P. Nadeau. And it was Toronto 1, Glenn Newell, and his team ultimately coming out on top. So congratulations to them, 2019 Gay National Curling Champions. We talked to earlier in the show, of course, Joey Taylor, the defending or going into the event, the defending champion and his team, Ottawa won with Lee Mantha, Darren Sutherland and Darren McEwen. They ultimately fell in the semifinals to Devin Martin and his team there. So congratulations to those guys and congratulations to everybody who was participating at the national level on the over the rainbow bond spiel side we talked to eddie chow and his team ended up 
falling in the sea level final. So a solid performance for Eddie and his team there. So congratulations to them and certainly to everybody over there on the over the rainbow side as well. And that event was ultimately won by Team Francis. So congratulations to them and well done to the organizers there at the Ottawa Curling Club. Everybody involved in this did a, a wonderful job. It was the, the place was packed. I, I have to say, you know, I, league play bond spiels are totally different and I get that. But if you go to the bond spiel at the end of the year at the Ottawa Curling Club, the Gordy Perry, it goes over two weekends and it's during the day, all day Saturday, most of the day Sunday for both weekends. There's not that many people there during the day and there's not an energy there during the day like what we saw with the gay nationals so it, it was a lot of fun a lot of a lot of really good energy in the building it was exciting for me too uh, on thursday night in the men's league in the ottawa curling club there's actually a lot of overlap between that thursday night men's league and the over the rainbow league which plays normally on sunday afternoons at the ottawa curling club so it was kind of fun to see a bunch of people who you only see on Thursday nights and frankly, you only kind of talk to sporadically, definitely when you play them. Otherwise it's just, if you happen to cross paths, it was good to see a lot of folks who were out having a good time and, and folks from around the region and around the country. So if this event comes to your town, definitely go out and support it and play in it. If you want, just it, but really, it's it's a really wonderful event, really great people, very supportive, and just a wonderful environment. Can't say enough good things about it. So well done to everybody. And going into next year, you have a new defending champion that everyone is going to be knocking off, trying to knock off there with Glenn Newell out of Toronto. So we hope you enjoyed this show. It is, of course, June as we run this. The event happened back in March. It is Pride Month here in Canada and around the world. The Toronto Pride Parade was last weekend as we release this, but you still have a few days left in the month to go out, celebrate, do whatever it is you want to do, uh, support Pride and, and just have fun and, and get in on the whole movement, whether it's in your communities, online, whatever it is, uh, a few days left to support these events. So uh, definitely get out and do it. And if you're in the nation's capital here in, in the region, uh, Capital Pride is later in the summer. It's not in June. So still some more pride stuff coming up throughout the summer. So that'll do it for this week. Hope you enjoyed a little different from what we normally do, uh, but always fun to get out there into the club and record some, some different type of content being on the ground, talking to some of the players. So that was a lot of fun. So hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please do subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, all those places. Give us the likes, the ratings, keep the show going. Questions or comments, you can find us, Game of Stones Podcast at gmail.com, on Twitter and Instagram at Game of Stones Pod. Scott is on Twitter and at Instagram at Scott Likes TV. I am there on Twitter at Dr. Shawnee Fever. So that'll do it for this week. We'll be back with you again next week as we continue our summer season of episodes. So we'll talk to you then. Until then, though. Keep your brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern. Make the final.